Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in. With me today is Thomas Hempel, Head of Macro and Market Research at Generali Insurance Asset Management. Welcome, Thomas. Hello. Thomas, the synchronized rebound of equities and bonds has carried over into November. Is this latest move justified? Well, November has indeed been another good month for equities and bond markets alike. Inflation is still the dominant theme for markets. In fact, in the October numbers for the US, inflation undershot expectations. Headline inflation is now more than two percentage points below its uh, summer peak. And this has brought down US rates expectations, naturally benefiting bonds, but also equity valuations. Furthermore, economic data, in particular in Europe, have beaten admittedly very low expectations and current investor positioning is still very defensive. So even slight economic relief can trigger substantial moves these days. You said that investors expressed relief about inflation prints. Is the worst over regarding global price pressures? There are indeed mounting signs of relief and we are likely past the inflation peak. Most encouragingly, perhaps, the big disruptions from the pandemic are fading. That caused big jumps in goods inflation, first because of supply disruption and second because of a shift of demand, which went from locked services to goods. There are clear signs that the supply chain bottlenecks are easing now, while people are spending a higher share of their income on services again. So it's not surprising that we've seen corporate goods prices in the US finally falling again. Does this mean that central banks can soon pivot towards a more accommodative stance? Well, unfortunately not. The process of normalizing inflation will be painfully slow. Labor markets are tight, especially so in the US. This means that wages are rising fast, also because workers can demand more forcefully, also to be compensated for past inflation overshoots. In the US, rents account for a big weight in CPI, and they tend to follow property prices uh, only with a lag. And in Europe, high energy costs are still a key concern. Gas prices moderated in October, um, but may well rise again if winter turns cold and worries about gas shortages resume. So the worst inflation prints are likely behind us, but it's still a long way until central banks can declare victory over the inflation beast. So what can we expect for the Fed and ECB in December? Well, both central banks delivered jumbo hikes of 75 basis points during their last meetings. Given the inflation threat, they still need to hike further, but likely at a slower pace of 50 basis points, as also recently indicated by Fed Chair Powell. What justifies a slower pace? Well, first, at rates levels reached already, policy stances are no longer accommodative. And second, because of mentioned evidence that most acute price pressures are easing a bit. And then third, economic indicators are also heading south. south and the euro area has likely already fallen into recession. Finally, because a very fast pace of tightening also bears risk of overburdening the financial system, where we already have seen cracks emerging, not only in crypto, but also in usually highly liquid government bond markets. As you are mentioning risks, how worried do we need to be about rising COVID cases in China? Well, China's handling of COVID indeed bears its own risk to growth and supply chains. Markets cheered reports that China may rethink its zero COVID strategy into 2023. But this will be a risky endeavor because China's health system could easily be overwhelmed, especially so over the winter season. Only two thirds of elderly above 80 are vaccinated. 
and China's vaccines are not very effective. An exit from the zero COVID strategy uh, needs to be preceded by a broad vaccination campaign, ideally including Western mRNA products. None of this seems under preparation yet. Finally, the recent public upheavals add to the risk that COVID controls could turn into a matter of brute force and unrest that will barely prove a boon to risk appetite neither. So Thomas, how do you currently recommend to tweak portfolio allocations? We see a rising appeal in US bond markets because US treasuries are, yields are likely past peak. We also like the decent carry in high quality credit because uh, we think the risk of stronger yield and spread increases still rather muted. That said, we are prudent on um, riskier buckets, including equities and high yield. They are not priced for a recession, especially not after the recent bounce. And also don't underestimate the strong determination of central banks to rein in inflation. And also keep a close eye on the mentioned risk currently emanating short term from China. Thanks a lot, Thomas, for sharing these valuable insights with us. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon.